genre. What up, everybody, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here, as I always am, with Sean Batiste. Hello. Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vite. Hey. Our top story today is Sword Number 6 by Al Ewing, Valerio Sheedy, and Marty Gracia. Yeah, we're back. Yeah, we're back. How was y'all's uh, little, little staycation? It is. It's. It's been a couple of weeks. It has. <laughs> yeah. Time sure did pass, as it does. Yeah, we just spent like what ninety minutes catching up with one another because we haven't talked to each other in three we weeks. We do that every time we record, though. Like even when it's consistently every week. It's impressive. This is actually we actually hit record pretty quick comparatively to normal. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think we yeah. were gonna start until like eleven. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> So we're already ahead of schedule, Adam. Yeah, we're nailing it. We're killing it. <laughs> uh, well, so- goodbye, everybody. <laughs> See you. Wow. You know, gotta go out on a high note, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so- I'm I'm just trying to navigate in a world now where where no one no one cares about COVID anymore. Well, it's Not over. no one, just people that are near you. Well, yeah, it's over now. If you work yeah. in retail, it's definitely. Again, no, I'm I'm in the city and people are being very respectful right now. I mean, there's still there's people not wearing masks and it's whatever because as of right now, my shop is doing like optional. But since everyone that works there wears a mask, multiple people will walk in and then like see us wearing a mask and strap one on. So it's like, cool. I'm not going to tell you that you have to wear it. But if you're going to imply that, that's that's fine, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not absolutely. Gonna, I'm not correct no you. one. No one in the suburbs is wearing masks. Yeah, no. No one working in stores. No one going in stores. Yet another reason to not live in the suburbs. It is awful out <laughs> here. <laughs> Counterpoint. To, uh, yeah. what, hap- what happened to you, Casey? I was yeah. going to say. Ca- counterpoint to my own de- declaration. Uh, what? Like three days into being back in Philadelphia, I got in a fist fight on my own stoop. Welcome back. So, yeah. you know, you take the good with the bad, honestly. I'd they ra- had I'd rather- like a welcome home sign. They were pummeling <laughs> you with it. Yeah. I, yeah, it was like she was wearing brass knuckles that said <laughs> welcome home. <laughs> It's it's like you know I'd I'd rather get a bloody nose and not COVID honestly so here we are that's where I'm at. Uh, I'm so glad we can get in the fist fights and not get COVID now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for it yeah. honestly. <laughs> the nature is healing. On so come on the so masks, forth. on come the gloves. <laughs> I but, wish I mean, they pe- were wearing gloves honestly. <laughs> People are are downright nasty out there right now like. People on the road are are just absolute maniacs. Oh, also, yeah, there's like, I was biking home from work on Saturday, and it was just like, every single sidewalk is just covered in people. Like, I'm in a residential block, and there's just droves of people walking down the street. Where are you going? Where are you coming from? Like, what are you doing? I don't understand. They go somewhere, but like, what is happening? I just... I, I got flipped off stuff. earlier today because I was pulling over to let an ambulance through. Wow, Jesus what a jerk. Christ. Did the ambulance flip you off? That'd be no. hilarious. <laughs> that would have been good, though. That would have been really funny. <laughs> arm came out of the ambulance. <laughs> Fuck you. Just a, a decapitated arm? Just it, like, it was yeah. the patient. 
It's just permanently stuck in a middle finger, just like wiggling. And when when my arm gets lopped off by a passing car, it'll definitely be fixed in yeah. the bird position. Now it's like a monkey paw, and they've only got one wish left. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst one. I, I'm sure this won't backfire in any way. No. <laughs> So I, I'm sure we talked about it a bunch before we went on break, but uh, you know, for the listeners out there, the whole reason we took the break is because I went to Florida, so uh, I didn't get lost in a swamp or catch eaten, COVID or eaten by a dinosaur, eaten by a dinosaur, eaten or, by a dinosaur, or wrapped up in the hurricane that hit the day I had to leave. So that was cool. Oh, that's yeah. always fun. Yeah, wow. that's good. Like, all my flights were like either canceled or delayed, and it was just a big old nightmare. But, but. While we're also on the subject of masks, I saw a guy get kicked off the flight for refusing to wear his mask correctly, and it was fucking awesome. Oh, it was man. it was a full year worth of like not seeing anyone have any consequences for their <laughs> shitty actions, like all comeuppance at once. And I I laughed out loud while he was getting escorted off by two cops. It was great. Yeah. See, <laughs> it rules. was dead silence because everyone was so awkward, and then me just going. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a shit eating like cackle like on top of everything else like, the, like that kid from the simpsons yeah like you're and, on a plane for a reason like what are yeah. you doing and then he's like saying to the the everyone as he's it's like don't make sure your mask doesn't fall down guys it's like you and i both know that's not what happened asshole yeah you like, weren't yeah you just weren't wearing it no he was wearing it but below his nose and then the stewardess was like can you please put that over your nose and he's like i'm wearing a mask i'm wearing a mask and she's like sir and he's like Ugh. and then she called the cops <laughs> it's just like, yeah. was like why is she gonna you know? put up with that shit yeah Fuck no it. that's, you know how much many times she a day she probably has to do that like good yeah. for her yeah, you know one instance where calling the cops is appropriate and encouraged hey man sky law <laughs> needs to be enforced all right sky yes yeah. sky <laughs> you know what i'm surprised by i i I had to go to the Apple store to get my phone fixed last week, which was a gigantic test of my anxiety of the last year. Like, holy go? shit. Well, like, there's there's either... No one's wearing masks, and the people who are are wearing them down around their chin. Uh-huh. It's like, if you don't have to wear a mask... Yeah, now you just look dumber than everyone else yeah you like, can just take it off no one's going to stop you yeah, I know that's, that's, yeah. every single person that i've seen now wearing a mask below their nose is just like you just don't know how lungs work that's yeah. you, you, you just like you're not being an asshole you just legitimately don't understand how Do you ever one of those exists. people where it's like you have to wear a mask and they put their shirt collar up yeah it's oh, like, I kick yeah. them out immediately. Oh, okay. I'm not even nice about those people. I'd be like, you need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, guys? This is fine. Yeah, this is yeah. fine. Everything's fine, definitely guys. fine. I had yeah. one kid who who was wearing a hoodie backwards and using the hood as a mask. And I'm that's like, no, awesome. I had a guy. No, that's no, I had a, no, that's I had a guy who cut up a sock as a mask. <laughs> and it was a dirty sock. It was that's awful. Hilarious. Wait, was he wearing the sock and he took it off and cut it up? To turn he, into a mask? He made, like, air loops out of it. Oh, oh my god. The worst looking thing I've ever seen. That guy's just got a fetish. Honestly. Oh. He just, that guy just wants to smell dirty just feet. Just smells feet I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised I went a whole year with mask mandates and I didn't see one gimp mask at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Like a dude just walking around with a ball gag. It's like, who's going to tell that guy that he's doing it wrong? That person's definitely stealing grapes. <laughs> <laughs> just, who's like... Every every five minutes, he is begging to be punished for stealing grapes. Or maybe the the mask was hiding the ball gag, and that was actually what they were doing. The ball gag was actually avocado he was stealing. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, getting used to not wearing a mask and not being able to just walk around with a ball gag all the time. <laughs> I know. And, and not have anyone know. I well, will say... This week, since getting in a fist fight, wearing a mask was pretty handy to cover up my busted ass lip. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, you know, I would have been wearing a mask this week anyway, because, you know, it's not a good look. It's not a great... I don't need questions at my job, you know? Yeah. like You don't need anyone asking you about your busted grill. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's a whole thing. It's a story. It's too long. I don't want to tell you, so just I don't, don't wanna, ask. I don't know you. Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we made it. It's been a week. We made we're it. On we're break. back. We uh, we're here to talk about comics. I think it's really nice to hit a hard reset and like comics again because I barely I, you know, know what they are. I love the show and I love you guys. And this this show is basically the only thing that's kept me going for an entire year. Um, but when you do the job and you do the hobby it's really hard to not hate it at some point so every now and yeah. then you just gotta go nope i'm, I'm taking a step back uh, i i do i do want to take these these short breaks more often and and maybe we'll come to a point where we can kind of work in seasons and, and take take breaks off we're st- we're still kind of kicking around ideas of how to make that work it's so we, hard to do that with comics because you miss is. like whole story arcs if you're gone for like two months you know? yeah so um expect more breaks like this especially now that it's summertime and now that we can leave the house again um <laughs> speak for yourself i don't, I don't have plans <laughs> <laughs> you guys just kept me in stasis until you came back yeah, that yeah. Was the worst I don't thing. do anything but read comics and that's gonna be the worst thing now. It's them. like, ugh, I have plans. I've I've already made up new excuses to not do things. Fuck Jesus. <laughs> I really didn't It's re- been like yeah. exactly a week. I didn't know how much I enjoyed having an excuse to not do anything. Yeah. It's fucking it was kinda nice. But it'll be nice to do like some stuff, but not like stuff I don't want to do. Like Social obligations are now Sean, on the table Sean, again. Sean, you just don't ever have to do anything you don't want to do. Well, tell that to my mom for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sean's Fair. mom, if you're listening, <laughs> she's not. Get off his back. <laughs> just gonna be, just gonna be just using kidding, COVID as an excuse like three years. Just, from now, just, just in like, case you are listening, mom. I'm just I kidding. mean, I love you. to be fair, the bubonic plague still exists. You can use COVID as an excuse like centuries yeah. from now. It'll probably I, I, I still be the, around. I had the uncomfortable conversation with my boss that like they're trying to encourage people to come back, and I was like, I'm not. You can go right to hell. The, yeah. yeah, the bubonic plague exists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I just, if I just I, constantly go. You know, what if that? What if it just comes back in full force? If your yeah. company is still in business after this long, it just proves that I don't need to be there. So, yeah. if, unless you have a very good reason, no, I'm no. good. At least <laughs> the, I'm not there full time. The only thing more. I'm not no? looking okay. forward to in yeah. a hybrid work situation is we have this one conference room where the screen is enormous mm-hmm. and you can see it from like everywhere it's like i don't want to be the only one virtual in a meeting in that room and just be like fucking zordon yeah, and just be like this, be this eight foot tall head that would like be incredible <laughs> that would be incredible adam because you know that you'd be the lord of that conference room <laughs> but um but yeah it's it's been three weeks it's been sure has it's oh. been three weeks. Anyway. Nope, nope. <laughs> nope. Shut it down. 
Shut it down. So comic books. We got some. We read them. And you're going to listen to us talk about them now. So first up, uh, let's do uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 18 by Sophie Campbell. 118. (sighs) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 118 by Sophie Campbell, Nelson Daniel, and Rhonda Patterson. Uh, 117. I need to talk about first. We finally got the Battle of the Bands. Well, we we got these issues came out back to back. It yeah, was one week after another. So we finally got the Battle of the Bands. So Jenica's band plays, fucking rocks the place, and then uh. Bebop and Rocksteady were like, you know what? I think we should leave. Pussies. <laughs> and then we all just live happily ever, ever after it was nice it was this like nice little bow that we tied around this story yeah no you, i so just you'd... like that they they performed so well that they made even bebop and rocksteady go you know what we can't beat that yeah they were like you're all right larusso <laughs> yeah that's exactly what happened maybe we won't destroy this building all right but, like, we got to see a nice, like, a real human moment from Bebop and Rocksteady, which was real great. Um, Token and Razor get to stay in Mutant Town, where uh, the... Well, kind of. Or, they go to the future. Oh, that's right. They go to the future with Lita, where Lita can, can keep yeah. an eye on them, which and, is weird. And where Pepperoni is a mutated <laughs> beefcake. Yeah, we learned that Pepperoni eventually gets mutated. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. And into what? To like a ripped dinosaur. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, we got a lot of things like really neatly tied up. You, you get this like big like double page splash of uh everyone's future self. Yeah. Awesome. All right. It's good. This book is good. Um <laughs> The end. No, so this issue, <laughs> number 118, we get a lot more uh, Saki. Uh, Shredder is kind of, I guess, back. I called this from when we did issue like 100, when I was like, Shredder's a good guy now. You definitely yeah, you did. did. You definitely we find did out that. he's the one who found and returned the cat. We also find out Aww. that like he's just helping them, but in like, the weirdest mildest ways like he's like a he's like ninja santa claus yeah like he just kind of like pops up and then does something to help and then vanishes <laughs> it's really funny like also, there, there's, uh, there's one point where um the weasels almost spilled coffee on donnie's yeah. computer and then Saki just appears in a, in a puff of smoke moves the computer and then leaves oh my so, god so like they don't spill I also tested this, and uh, I don't have a Guardian Shredder. And my uh, my laptop was just just wrecked. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that. It's like, where is he? He didn't help. <laughs> Made me sad. Oh my god. So yeah, so so the Hamato clan have a Guardian Shredder. He, he's very like chaotic good. Also, like, like, yes, he doesn't want to like introduce him, like, uh, like reveal himself because he's worried. It's, I don't know. It's kind of, I like also, the he's dynamic. Like, definitely like a ghost, right? No. He's, well, he's, he's, just he's going manager. through walls. He's alive, but not alive. Because he's uh, like I some thought he was a super ninja. Yeah, but like, there's a panel where he's literally going through a wall. I mean, well, Kate there's a whole, go through walls. There's a whole four <laughs> or five issue <laughs> miniseries of him in hell. 
And I sort of forget how that ends. <laughs> you can go sort through of like, with the yeah. devil going, you can go through walls now, Saki. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're a good guy now and you can go yeah, back. Yeah, he's you're definitely fine. ninja-ish, but it feels like he's some, like, some sort of like specter as well. Yeah, he's some kind of something else. And like he's, he's trying to find the right moment in the right way to be like, Surprise. hey, hey, Splinter family, I'm alive and I'm like here to be a good guy. Because the most like, trustworthy, I'm a good guy now. Yeah, so they're they're trying to do that like Magneto face turn with him. They are, and I really um, like it though. I mean, it, it it works a lot better than we're making it sound. It does. It, it, <laughs> we are making light of this a lot, but it does work, and it is it is quite endearing. I just love that he 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 saved the cat. Like I feel like all he has to do is be like, "I'm the one who found Clunk," and they're all just like, "Welcome aboard." Yeah, right. <laughs> You're home now. He yeah. also gave Jenica like like song ideas. Like you like. Oh yeah, that, yeah, the part was great. <laughs> and then uh, so April finds out that. Um, Baxter Stockman just has a shitload of slithery eggs that he's planning on just putting in Mutant Town. Yeah. Cool, cool. And and he already has a whole bunch of them, like, with brain transplants that he controls. And April just sprays the shit out of him with pepper spray. Awesome. Just, like, sprays Stockman, sprays the the (laughs) monsters. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. But like, yeah. We also get introduced. It's funny because like uh Shredder um gives a story to a reporter, and I'm like, oh, this is like what April's character is normally. Uh and she ends up like breaking the story. Yeah. Yeah, about Mutant Town and everything that's been going yeah. on. Yeah, exactly. But then then um April gets like cornered in the sewer by these these like three or four monster eels and then in a puff of magic here's saki uh, kicks them all in the face and then poofs away yeah <laughs> he could have poofed in before she got fucked up <laughs> yeah and she did get fucked up like one of them took a, a whole like meal out of her leg it's pretty yeah. f- fucking gross yeah, he showed um, up in time to save her life, but not to save her from grievous bodily. We don't know what kind of. I mean, we don't know what kind of precognition he's working with, though. And we don't know what he was just <laughs> doing. He could have just stopped a glass of water from falling off the table. <laughs> right, man, Very he's got guy. his priorities straight. Very I, I like the idea of a precog who's five minutes late every time with their information. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> it's like the the Adventure Time guy who has approximate knowledge of many things. <laughs> Precogged slightly, slightly late, <laughs> slight delay. We also get a really cute, um, like little relationship moment between Alapex and Raph, um, while they're babysitting the weasels. Oh. And then April shows up all bloody and gross. And they're like, oh, shit. (laughs) It's time to stop being cute for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) But then, then, so the the issue ends with Stockman putting out an APB on April and basically getting the Earth Protection Force guys on now hunting for April. She's contaminated now. Yeah. Because she got bit. Ooh, is she going to. Oh, shit. I wonder if she'll turn into a giant. 
Eel monster? Eel monster, April. Cool. Maybe. Eel April. Eel April. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That was, like no, that. that was that one. I reject that. <laughs> But yeah, this book is so good. Um, issue 117 was just so great. Um, yeah, Sophie's not on the art anymore, but uh, the art is actually really good in this issue. Uh, I like uh, Nelson Daniels' stuff. So Yeah, he's, he's done a couple other issues um, in, this, in, in her run. I think, yeah, I mean, he's been on and off Turtles for a long time. Yeah. I think Sophie said she's back for 123, but I forget. It was just mm. through Twitter, so... But I'm glad what? she's still writing. Yeah, she's still like kind of in charge, and also which is pretty cool. They keep teasing that the that there's still the racking coming up. So so exciting. yeah, there's going to be this huge um like pantheon story coming up oh, that man. I'm pretty excited about. Neat. Um, but a, a couple other things I wanted to mention about issue 117. Sorry, there there was like first of all, it was gay as hell, which is awesome. <laughs> and they, uh, Mikey dropped a gem in the holograms joke. That was so good. And Sophie used to used to write and draw gem in the holograms for That's IDW. Truly outrageous. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's amazing. Yeah. I, I I just love how I love how gay this book got. Like <laughs> I would have never thought in a million years. Yeah, no, it, I like. I'm really glad that this podcast has opened me up to like the turtle fandom, because most rabid fandoms have at least a contingency, if not the contingency, that is like super like comic skatey, homophobic, like whatever, whatever. And it's like this would have been one I would have expected that would backfire hard if they tried to make it super inclusive and queer. And no, it's just like, no, everyone loves it. It's fucking amazing. I'm not sure. I, I'm sure uh, not everyone. <laughs> there's assholes there's, everywhere. There's but pockets like, of TMNT fandom that are toxic towards, course, towards yeah. this kind of thing. But for the but, most part. Yeah. It, everyone is just psyched. And yeah, it's, it's like super trans inclusive because of course it is. It, it's, yeah. a, it's about <laughs> transformation. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, we have a, a, so many characters who are now getting used to life in, inside of a new body. And it's just, it's so easy to make those connections. Yeah, it's almost like if you didn't learn empathy from reading comics like this, what were you even reading? Right, right. <laughs> and th there's, the there's also like, there's also a furry pocket of the, the TMNT fandom. And they are just downright delightful. They're great. They're great. Yeah, that's that's uh when when we kind of went like semi-viral, the most viral I'll ever be on Twitter at least. It was all <laughs> furry people on Twitter and they were just so positive. I was like, this is the most positive yeah. interactions I've ever had on Twitter. Like, Dude, wow. The, 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 the TMNT fandom is it's like it, it's a family that I've been welcomed into over the last few years and it's it's awesome. Mm -hmm. It continues to surprise and impress me how yeah. how great those fans are. Yeah, it's awesome. Nice. Well, good on everybody for being great fans. That's what we want. <laughs> great fans are good. <laughs> also, that, that Pride cover of issue 117 got real hot. So hot. Oh, really? So hot <laughs> yeah. right now. It's so cool. It's so well done. I don't yeah. Know. No, <laughs> I mean, I, I, it, I, it's, it's not my thing. Like I'm, I'm not, 
I, I'm kind of done with IDW uh, variants. They're just it's it's such a pain in the ass because they're they're <laughs> always so hard to find and it's always so expensive. But I had like a ton of people texting me like, "Yo, do you know how to? Do you know a way I can get this cover?" I'm like, "Good luck," because <laughs> eBay no. is that a That's is it. that? A, uh, I don't know. It's fine. It doesn't matter. I don't <laughs> think our shop even got one. I don't think Willow Grove got one. I don't know. Was I wasn't a, here. I don't. I didn't think it was a variant. Because my store got like three. It was like, hmm. I thought it was like the main cover. It was cover B. Oh. Whatever. Well, yeah. so I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a super no cool cover. No one cares about this. They also made a t-shirt, which uh, I, I think you might still be able to grab if you really want it. Um, but yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, that brings us to my comic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have Harley Quinn number four by Stephanie Phillips, Riley Rosmo, and Ivan Placencia. This book was so good. This was my favorite issue yet. Um, we they really got us with the switcheroo because in the last issue, it really looked like I'm, she was about to go toe to toe with Solomon Grundy. So when she bumps into yeah. Solomon Grundy at the end, but doesn't she go toe to toe with Solomon Grundy? <laughs> I mean, in, in a yes. battle of wits. <laughs> but like, which so, is so it opens, which up, is a great bit in and of itself. <laughs> it opens up and it's just Harley screaming. It's like, no, please stop! And then this this uh, troll doll like flies, and they're playing chess. <laughs> it's like stop throwing the pieces. We can't finish it's so the game. Funny. And Solomon Grundy is just like he's he's doing his Solomon Grundy thing. Where he's just saying he's just saying Solomon Grundy. He's, he's a Pokemon. He just says his own name. He's a man. A few words. Um, <laughs> but then she's like she's like having a conversation with him, um, and it's like no, don't give me that attitude. You're just trying to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, Wait, I'm just, you know, am I stuck here avoiding my problems that my friend got clown napped uh, by and it's like and just playing uh, chess with, with garbage pieces with you? It's like, may- maybe, maybe not. I just think that they were playing chess with literal garbage. Yeah. Well, they had to. Solomon kept throwing the pieces, man. I like how Solomon just said eight words and really talked her through her crisis, though. It was good, good it's on him. so good. He was a good friend. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, a, he's good, a listener. good listener. Harley starts having, like, a crisis of faith of, like, whether, you know, she can actually become good and help people or not. And Grundy goes, people good and people bad. It's like, no, Harley bad. <laughs> Harley all bad. <laughs> and then she's like, I just break everything. Um and it's like you Harley Quinn. It's like me Harley Quinn. You're right. I guess I I hadn't thought of it like that. <laughs> I'm not Batman or Batgirl or Bat Dog or whoever bats is slapping a symbol on these days. And then and then Solomon Grundy goes whomever. Yeah, I love how he corrected <laughs> her grammar. Her grammar. Yeah, and then she says whatever, whatever. which yeah. is even better. I, I had to stop because I was just laughing. <laughs> Got me so good with the whomever. Yeah, the whoms. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then and then she's like thanks thanks Tom Grady, I really needed that. Uh and then she leaves and he holds up the little chess piece, it's like checkmate. <laughs> it's like it's great. <laughs> was not how I was expecting that to go. I know, it was so funny. It just like starting right out the bat, it's like, alright, they're playing chess now. It's like, what the hell? 
<laughs> There's um, a very similar situation in Tank Girl this week, too. It's funny. Oh, so yeah, good. It is. <laughs> so then we cut to Kevin, and he's not having a great time. He, uh, you know, he's being <laughs> held by Hugo Strange, and um, he's trying to, trying, to, trying to mess with his mind, and I don't, I don't like it. It's rude. He's being a meanie. Um, Sums it up pretty good. Yeah. And then he injects him with his weird, don't be a clown anymore juice. And uh, I could use some of that right about now. <laughs> Couldn't we all? Lots of people could use some don't be <laughs> don't fucking be clown, clown juice. <laughs> Stop Not acting a, like a fucking clown. Too many clown. of those fucking clowns running around here. <laughs> oh, God. Wish I had some of that shit. I mean, yeah. injecting I wish, I wish lots I could, of motherfuckers. There's a lot of people I would like to just spray that on. Yeah. Drown them in. I mean, give them some. But he uh, he gets injected with it, and there's this like really cool double splash page. It kind of yeah, looks like a neat. board game board of like he's just like being stretched across this like hallucination. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's like Harley, like a fake demonic Harley mocking him. Um. And I I want to say like I've seen people criticize the art in this book, but it's so good. It's it, it's okay that they're wrong. Yeah, they're. I mean, and art it, is subjective, but they're also wrong. And it works it's, for the. It works for this book. It, it yeah. It works it, yeah, so it, well with this book because it's not. Yeah, a R- Riley Rossimo is book. definitely like not for everybody. I understand that, but also not for every book. Like, there's some books that this art just like wouldn't like, work on for like, me. If it was like Batman or Detective, all right. There's maybe, also. Like, I also want to say there's a difference between. You know, not liking something, being a dick about not liking something. That's very yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's, yeah, yeah there's, you're welcome to not like it, but it's true. still good. It's there's a difference between good. not liking it and saying it's bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. appreciate the the skill, like just because it looks like a cartoon doesn't mean it's not skillful. I mean, hell, even yeah. even that applies to cartoons. It's intentionally yeah. looking like a cartoon. Like right. this was done on it's, purpose. <laughs> it's super stylized and yeah, super. Yeah. Like it's got a fluidity about it that I and really. A lot like. of I don't know like, what people expect when they sign on for reading Harley book. Like this is the this is the art that I would expect that for yeah. the Harley Quinn book. Like yeah. that's why yeah. I really like it. It, it yeah, fits it, the it tone. It nails it for sure. Exactly. That's what I was trying to like. Yeah, this same art it be it would feel out of place on like detective or like a Batman book, but like this tone, this book, it's perfect. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. it's so good. Uh, and it, and it adds to it, like it, it adds a level of punchiness that I, I feel like would agreed. be lost if this were if it were more serious artwork. Yeah, yeah. There, we'll we'll get to it, but like there's these like uh, parts where she uh, is grappling off stuff and like rolling to like uh, not hit the ground as hard, and it's adorable. It's just like yeah. uh, just sequential uh, like somersaults, and it, it's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, we, we, st- we cut after though to, um, Kevin's, uh, you know, being injected with the, the serum. Uh, we cut to- back to Harley and she's standing on a, on a rooftop oh, yeah. looking all stoic with like a, with like a heart cape. Uh, <laughs> it looks like bed cheating that she like took and ripped <laughs> off. Yeah. And then, and, and I, mm-hmm. she, she's just doing the narration boxes, but you can't help but read it like Batman yeah, it's, because it's totally Batman a, shit. She's doing a Batman monologue. <laughs> and then she's like, but soon my city will learn that Batman has constant laryngitis from talking like this. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> if I talk like that? And I love this splash page. It's like, 
looks just like the fucking animated series opening. Like, it's such a good job it's that so they good. did with this. Yeah, <laughs> All the jokes, I, I want to say, I really have liked the, the comedy and the, the writing and the other issues, but the jokes in this specific issue are top-notch. They're so yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, the, the Solomon Grundy interaction is maybe one of my favorite scenes all week. Um, but she, uh, she's going to go... Uh, you know, get Kevin back, and she shows up to Hugo Strange's like building, and there's these there's these goons just sitting around talking, and um, she puts her fingers behind her ears and makes a shadow Batman, and she scares them, <laughs> and it's so great. And it's like yeah, she, she says something like, um, "I'm I, the night." I, well, they, but then, like to herself, she's like, "I said I wasn't gonna be like Batman. I didn't say I couldn't use oh, Batman." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> she also yeah. keeps grappling off of stuff and like almost dying, like almost like falling. The, yeah, I just love how the the people working are like, "Yo, fuck this! We do not get paid enough for this." Yeah, like I am not getting my jaw broken by Batman. Which is definitely for- also an animated series thing of just goons like skedaddling scattering yeah, yeah just like dropping great. everything and running away because like yeah like you know what's about to happen fuck that also the the <laughs> shadow the little shadow puppet batman has its own voice box of i am yeah. the knight which i thought was cr- yeah it's i thought that was perfect. a nice touch <laughs> uh, and then uh so yeah she gets into the building and she starts trying to be stealthy but she ends up in this like laboratory uh, with all these like experiments going on, she's like, "Oh, there's nothing bad going on here. Definitely not. No, you know, toxic green news that could go wrong at all." <laughs> and uh, she comes across this this orderly uh, with more cattle prods because you know, all the orderlies are just you know equipped with cattle prods. Of course. Um, and she's like, "Well, I guess I, ha- I haven't hit anyone with my bat yet." <laughs> So she just hits him in the face with her bat and then leaves and it's like, all right, well, I guess, you know, being stealthy is out of the picture. And she she gets into the elevator and she's like, if I was a violent egomaniac psychiatrist, where would I keep captive clown henchmen? <laughs> and she's like, all right, all of them. So she just presses all the elevator buttons as a bunch of orderlies come in and... The next page is like the elevator going up all the different floors as she's beating the crap out of all the orderlies with her bat. Yeah. It's so really good. cool. Yeah, it's a, this is bad elevator <laughs> etiquette like as she like each panel. <laughs> and then the I love the way the, the last page is staged cuz uh, her narration boxes are like see not Batman, not Batgirl. Totally and completely 100% click and then it's Hugo Strange's face and she and he goes Harley Quinn. Uh, and then that's that's where it ends. So this issue Uh-oh. was so good. I this this is like everything that I've wanted uh, from the book. It's just firing on all cylinders. Heck yeah, so good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I I love it. Yeah, it's a thrill ride. It's definitely like book. it's one of the things I saved to last because like I feel like I I mean you know I book uh. I don't want to. I want to read this last because I know, like, I'm gonna enjoy it, and I know it's gonna make me laugh. And uh, I just am really enjoying the this depiction of Harley Quinn. Uh, so, hell yeah, absolutely. It's a good well, one. It's a very fresh new. Speaking of 
bloody shit that makes you laugh. There you go. Get to this fucking book. <laughs> I've got a vinyl number one by Doug Wagner, Daniel Hilliard, and Dave Stewart. Um, evidently, this is the creative team behind Plastic, which I have heard a lot about but never read. Um, I will probably go back and read it now because this seems really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, so essentially, <laughs> elevator pitch of the whole book. It's a dude who is a serial killer who has, like, I guess, moments of clarity, and there's, like, an FBI agent who's befriended him with a wire on so that they can, like, catch him being a serial killer. It's kind of like, I guess, he... he, They're, like... He has meetings with him regularly, and I can't... I guess maybe he doesn't fully process that he's a... Or I guess he does. I don't even know. I don't think... uh, The way that I read it is that the serial killer guy does not know he is a serial killer because... It, he can like oh, turn it like w- yeah. when he puts on the like he he wears like a um he wears a, a mask a bear mask uh, like yeah, like yeah. a teddy bear mask so when he puts that on he becomes like mm-hmm. the killer but he's like mm-hmm. friends with he like he thinks he's friends with the cop because they keep yes. like because the cop keeps like meeting with him to get information so he's yeah. taking it as like they're hanging out yeah, yeah. No, yeah I think he's an FBI informant on himself well, and he, he <laughs> thinks knew, he's just friends with well, the yeah FBI but he informant. knew he was a cop. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, so like, there's also he even knew of, the partner's name listing on the fucking wires. Exactly. Like, this yeah, he knew he was wearing a wire. So I think yeah. there's like an element of him playing stupid. Absolutely, yeah, totally. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So basically, it starts out with him at this meeting with this cop who's just kind of over the shit, and he's just like, he fucking yeah, hates the guy. Fucking hates him. He's like, I don't want to be here hanging out with you. And he's just like, Oh, hey, buddy, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> it's like, Oh, we're not friends. Fuck you. And the voice in his ear keeps going, like, Can you just not be an asshole for like, for like ten f- minutes? Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> can you just like, can you not? <laughs> like yeah play nice and then, so like, we can actually get this fucking guy and he starts like questioning him he's just like when is the last time you heard this song and then the person in his ear is like why well, are you f- a fucking idiot like why are you asking him about the crime that just happened like, right are you gonna you're gonna blow our cover and then uh, you know the killer's like oh yeah it's really funny a friend of mine just uh you know like gave me this to download i just heard it yesterday or whatever you know so it's like so his whole thing is that he has to be playing music while he's killing and that was the song that was playing um but <laughs> as they're sitting at this table just having a friendly not friendly lunch date a fucking cult walks up behind him <laughs> it's like like superhero villain cult yeah, yeah. like they're yeah. like like a dude in a in a gold mask yeah and a woman it's- in a robe like it's just so ridiculous it's wild as fuck yeah they walk up behind the fbi guy and the the serial killer goes uh you know these guys like what's going you on? got people behind you <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, you got weird creepy people behind you but yeah it turns out that uh his daughter got like abducted by them or joined so, them so here's what happened i got them, yeah i, I i've so, already fr- like the the cop oh, yes. wrongfully so, imprisoned this woman's son. Yes, And that's then it. the woman shows them a video of um, her, um, the, her other her son's son? bride. And it's basically a woman just being eviscerated. And basically <laughs> it's like, your daughter joined up. She's next to be my son's bride. This is what's going to fucking happen if you don't come with me right now. <laughs> Here? This book yeah. is like... There's was, so much shit going on in this book. Yeah, just when it's you a breakneck speed. Just when, yeah, there's, well, there's so much going on, but also, like, 
I was just like, okay, so this is what's happening. Oh, now something completely different is happening. Like, yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't fall into one specific rhythm. It's not at like all. all over, which which is totally cool. I just was not expecting that. No, and, me it, and it just like <laughs> it kept me on my toes the whole the whole time. Yeah, this book took four turns that I like throughout. Like it was like, yeah. oh, I've this got is the book. Also, no, I, no. I noticed that like the pages, like it's very much aware of that in the fact that a lot of the panels are very close up and don't let you exactly tell what's happening yeah like it it, like it very is intentionally like trying to keep things vague so it can slowly reveal stuff but like it's it's very interesting in the way it's laid out yeah agreed yep yeah so (laughs) so the lady gives them this ultimatum the cop's like all right let's just go yeah yeah he's like (laughs) he talks to the wire directly he's like listen to me this is mine. This is my problem. I'm going to deal with it. Don't come after me. Leave me alone. And he, like, drops the wire on the table. And then, like, that's when the serial killer picks up the wire and he's like, oh, like, what's her name? Like, Vic. Like, Vic? Like, oh, hey, Vic. Uh, Hi, Vic. I think, uh, uh, can you hear me? I think, uh, you know, they they had his, you better hide that his daughter because, you know, this this lady's not, I, I don't, don't like the cut of her gym. I don't like the cut, the cut of gym. Madeline's gym. I yeah. don't like the cut of her gym. And she's like, what? hell how does he know my name like what is yeah, going like, on i love how this dude just knew what was up the uh-huh. whole fucking time it was like probably just wanted a goddamn friend who was a real temper this guy yeah <laughs> oh good lord um but yeah no and then he just rides his like beach cruiser out to this like <laughs> cult sunflower farm yeah uh and it's just kind of like hey hey can i get my friend back and they're like fuck off fuck off nerd and then he's like Okay, I tried to do it nice. <laughs> well, they told him to go make a new friend. He's like, okay, I guess I'll go get some new friends. I guess I'll go make new friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then there's like a total... I don't even... This one page where it's like the, all the different like skin suit people that's like... It's, uh, what is going on here? Do you guys know? I think it's him assembling his crew. You're just oh, getting man. snippets of them. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. The, because we don't even see them in this issue. Like he's got like you have the FBI person. Like she's looking at the case, like going willingly, and then I think the other snippets are the crew, and then the last one you fucking see him in the goddamn bathroom at the FBI office, which is uh-huh. fucking horrifying. Wearing the teddy bear. Which is how the fuck did he get in there? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, then it cuts back to yeah, because no, you see the crew. I don't even know. Yeah, because they show up with him. Do they show them? Yeah. They, they only show him. They no, only they're, show... They're on the security cam. They open the door? Yeah. Uh, I don't no, know. No, that's him, that's him killing the guards. Because Okay, so then it cuts <laughs> back to the sunflower farm, and he's like, huh, all the people live in that one little house? And she's like, fuck off. Oh, Turns out right, they have a right. bunker in the basement. So in the basement bunker, she sees on the camera that somebody's coming up to the, the gate, and she's like... Go kill those people. So she sends guards up as they like lock down the facility and he kills all the guards and sneaks in and like talks directly to the camera. And she's like, I, I tried to warn you. <laughs> and that's the end. So we don't see the crew yet. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, he's just killing lots of motherfuckers. Like, there's a lot going on in this book. There's a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, it's really weird and I don't understand, but I want more. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I'm probably doing a horrible job explaining this right this, now. Well, this book is nuts. Yeah, but like it it ties this all together in this like manic 
like manner that like you're with it you're in you're like yep uh, sure yeah fuck well, you're it. getting Why not? so much mystery you don't quite really know what's going on with all these characters um yeah, you don't I, know I mean, what this dude's you, deal is, is you he had a- me at serial cur- serial killer versus cult you really don't need to say more to get me into a book. That's that's checking like all the, the boxes. I like that the cult operates on a sunflower farm. It's oh nice. yeah, good change of pace. That's that's really um the anthill kids of them. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they're not as evil as the anthill kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, something's happening. I don't know, no. man. Um. Yeah. No, this was really good. Great number one. I'm. I'm. I was in. I was into it as soon as I started reading it. Yeah, it's it cool so fun. fucking creepy and great. Yeah. All right, I guess that's me. It is. I'm back for even more <laughs> because who doesn't want more of this book? Black Hammer Reborn, number one. Hell yeah. By Jeff Lemire, Caitlin Yarsky, and Dave Stewart again. Back Double to Dave back, St- Dave Stewart. Back to back, Dave Stewart. Um. This is the new Black Hammer proper book. Um, and this one is about um <laughs> Black It's about Black Hammer. Um <laughs> but, uh, Black All Hammer's right. daughter. Um if you're caught up on the series a little bit, um th- through the other Black Hammer series, the the daughter tried to figure out what happened to her dad and ends up finding them in the town and finding the hammer and inheriting the powers of Black Hammer. So this is takes place 20 years later. Um, yeah, 20 years after they escaped the farm. Yes. or And 20 years after um, them, the whole incident of the last major major book, I think, because that was 1996. Um, so this is 20 years later, so we're in 2016-ish, and she's uh, we, we kind of get her snapshot. She is now married, has two kids, and just trying to get her kids to fucking do anything that she's telling them to do (laughs) so they can get to school and do all that and she's just kind of like has this driving to work moment like yo i used to be fucking cool used to be badass i don't i don't know what's going on and then she kind of has this flashback to her fighting one of her one of her villains was (laughs) the which is black hole (laughs) Yeah, and she makes fun of him. She's like, "That's not a good name. That, that name isn't as cool as you think it is." <laughs> yeah, it's like you forgot. I was like, "You're going to you're going into my black hole, black hammer." He's like, "Ugh, gross." <laughs> also, did you notice on the marquee behind them it says "Now playing Gideon Falls"? I did. Yeah, yeah. Nice touch. <laughs> it's fun. Well done, uh, Caitlin Yarsky, putting that in there for Lemire. Little oh, yeah. shout outs. <laughs> I noticed they did that in the the Sweet Tooth show too. There was a few, oh yeah, few of yeah, those. A um, but yeah, they she's kind of like reminiscing about just kind of being Black Hammer and like hinting that she had to stop for some reason, and we don't really know why. Um, but then she kind of snaps back to reality um, in her day job, which she is just clearly not giving a shit about right now she used to be like the she was like a reporter but she's like yeah i disappeared for two years so i don't really have a job anymore and also you know being a reporter is a a more and more scarce job so now she's like a copy editor for like a advertising firm it's like god that's that sucks yeah so she gets a call from her friend and goes to lunch and um if you're catching up again with the other black camera series it's the cop from 
the Skulldigger series. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. So they are, they kind of talk about like how the world changes now. This trident, which again, it's like, I think it's just like their shield, like the oh, totally. police force to deal with, like, because there's not really any superheroes now. They kind of uh, see, it seems like a magistrate from Batman kind of very situation. Similar. Is what yeah. yeah. And they kind of flash back to both of them kind of fighting Skulldigger and kind of talking about the good old days. And then there's this classic thoom sound outside of the window and there's just weird shit coming out of portals <laughs> um and she's like go help it's like your black hammer is like no not anymore and then kind of at the end she has this thought like how do i like figure out like how do i how do i deal with everything cuz like she's going through all this personal struggle she finds out her husband's cheating on her um well, that was the whole reason that the cop asked her to lunch was that she's like she's like yeah like not she's not a cop anymore she's a pi yeah and she's like yeah it sucks just tracking down cheating husbands all day but also uh you should yeah you should get a drink and yeah. then you know gives her a picture yeah. of and her, her husband her, her son's on. being bullied her daughter's just like not listening and going out like so she's just like feels like she's losing everything and kind of goes out into the shed and looks at the black hammer hammer and is like hammer hammer i was the hammer i was gonna do this but like i could never ever do that again and it cuts to her in the past with dr andromeda with half of his body missing and her hammer very bloody um again dr andromeda another tie into the black hammer universe so this book's really pulling in all of those world of black hammer yeah, books um dr Amdrada, previously known as dr star before they were threatened with a lawsuit um that's like one of the very few series that i didn't read it's like really i think i just good. like but was this part in it no or was it just okay no so, so something this is, else this is a big reveal i think of, something else is happening because i think there's going to be some time traveling stuff because he kind of like goes out and like, discovers stuff i think it's kind of digging into the parazone yeah with, well because when, when we get is. that scene of him being dead and her holding the hammer the parazone yeah. is is yeah. like above them so. because he ends up the whole story he ends up growing old and throughout the, the stories about him going off in adventures and what happens while he's gone type of things and that's and i'm, sh- that's I'm sure colonel weird will tie in too because you know the parazone exactly yeah so, so i yeah. think this is going to be a interesting one i think they're they're going to be able to maybe pull and maybe tell some new stories about those characters because and of the i parazone. like i like uh the idea that um skulldigger is going to be because every other one besides skulldigger has tied in like super directly like one of the main black hammer characters was in each of the like tie-in yeah. ones whereas like skulldigger was just like set in the same universe and now I having think, this cop be in black hammer yeah. proper brings it all together and so, it seems yeah, like her as cool. black hammer had run-ins with skulldigger as well so there's history totally. there they're building that so he's really it's like hey guys you know all those books that you thought were just kind of like cool tie-ins they all mean stuff now so you should read them all because i'm gonna write about all of them (laughs) Um, so yeah i'm really excited black hammer is such a great book out right now um i i don't know if they're gonna have any more tie-ins but the prop the black hammer proper book is has been good throughout so i'm excited to see where he goes with this this is a character that we didn't know much about but obviously the legacy of the the black hammer character is there so and now there's really not any of the heroes because they kind of tied that bow up so who knows who's going to come out i think the parazone is going to have a lot to do with that they're going to kind of see a lot of these characters that you may 
maybe in different timelines or zones. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, I don't want to get into the whole series. It's great. You should read it. <laughs> but yeah, very good. Happy it's back. Same. All right. That's my next book. Uh, Robin number three by Joshua Williamson, Gleb Melnikov, and Luis Guerrero. Uh, this book's fun. Batman, Robin's got to make a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just love that, like, last issue, uh, uh, Ravager takes, takes him to a party, and she's like, all right, today's lesson is to make a friend. It's like, I had friends. They all left me. It's like, Teen Titans weren't friends. They were just people you kidnapped and bullied around. <laughs> so he, yeah. he like, starts interacting with the, with the people on the island, and he <laughs> runs into the, the anime protagonist, uh, and they like, start squaring <laughs> off. Um, well, of course, like the two small children are going to hate yeah. each other. Like. <laughs> I mean, Damien's also kind of an anime protagonist. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they, they run into uh, Flatline again. And um, these people who are doing the, the... I don't know what to call it other than the knife game. I looked it up, <laughs> but it's like got a bunch of different names. Yeah. None of them are... Yeah. Everyone knows what you mean by knife yeah. game when you hit the between five, the fingers five with finger the knife. Play. Yeah. Oh. The knife okay. game from Alien. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> he uh he like starts talking and they're like um kind of picking on him and then he he grabs like he takes all the person's knives that they're using and he like drops them and they all go between his fingers. It's really cool. <laughs> and then uh they kind of start opening up to him and but then it starts snowballing into everyone having a batman story yep oh <laughs> and man like, almost just got can't him. get out of his shadow and it was like <laughs> oh man i was beaten up by batman so many times <laughs> yeah he's like uh fuck this i'm out <laughs> yeah and he just yeah. he ends up leaving because He's, he's done. This party was cool until everyone talked about my dad. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, until everyone talked about my dad giving them CTE. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if he wasn't such a tool walking around in his Robin costume, maybe they wouldn't talk about it. Oh, but you know, sad. whatever. His costume is cool though. He has to protect his secret identity. <laughs> they all fucking know who he is. I can't even say it out loud yeah. without laughing. Yeah, they all call him Davian. Yeah, yeah, they no. all know who he is. It's just like, dog, just put on some fucking sweatpants. Man, or if something. everyone knows that he's Damien Wayne, wouldn't it be really easy to put two and two together? I don't think yeah. uh, they know his last name. I think they just know he's Damien and he's the son of Talia. Yeah, because yes. I think he's known yes. more as an assassin. Yeah. Also, I don't I think, think he wrong, has. Though. I don't think he has a change of clothes because the only thing he packed <laughs> for this trip was manga. That's a good point. Yeah, he, That's a good he point. sacrificed all his uh, luggage space for Just shoujo for manga. manga. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're uh, you're over the limit. So you're gonna have to pay extra for that. Right, well, I mean, I very I relatable. I had to have my mom mail me back a pair of shoes because I wanted to bring a book home. That's a. Uh, That's also what happened to me in Japan. Was that I had to get an extra suitcase. Yep. <laughs> anyway. For, for all of your pants? No, for all my manga. <laughs> um, so he goes off, leaves the party to just go stare off a cliff and brood because, you know, he's a, he's a Wayne after all. Yeah, that's what they do. Yep. Um, 
And then uh, he runs into Connor Hawk, and uh, he starts like, uh, Damien's like the you know Ravager says you're my number one threat, and then um, they uh, they start talking, but then they they start talking about their dads, and it's like one of my favorite pages of uh, the this them two talking on a on a the cliff, and then like. It's a uh, big images of Batman and Green Arrow, and um, they're like, "Did he? Did he not know you were born and you were raised by your mother?" Worse, my dad held me on the day I was born and ran. Did your father die only to be resurrected? Yes. Does your dad think he's always right? Always. Your father have a th- <laughs> uh, thing for themed vehicles. <laughs> themed vehicles. Yep. <laughs> Yours have a cave. Used to. Same here. Putting children in danger. Always. My dad had a thing about fishnets. <laughs> And then Damien goes, my father, it's whips and leather. Lots of leather. And then they both start <laughs> laughing. It's such a good moment. That's so cute. Yeah, they would have actually been friends if not for dickheads. Yeah, it's jerks from the League of Assassins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this guy named Master Dusk comes along. And Damien's like, I remember you. Uh, I remember my, my mother kicked, she banished you from... <laughs> Uh, and now you're, now you've taken over. Um, there, there's like this clear, clearly they're setting up this whole thing where like, we don't know why Connor is with, uh, the, the league. league of shadows and, yeah. um, that they're, you know, either they brainwash him or like, so, like, you know, they're, they have something leverage on him or something. Um, but they, they actually end up, uh, fighting even though it's nighttime and, um, there's this cool like double splash page of them uh, duking it out, and then Connor ends up winning and throwing him off a cliff. Uh, and they're like, you know, if you die, you'll come back. So we actually want you to live and you know live in pain. Which is like, wow, that's, that's what a, what a dick. <laughs> but uh, so we get this image of like Damien falling, and then kind of hallucinating about a bat and then like a, a whoosh like something saves him kind of and he uh he wakes up and he's like bandaged on a bed and then the last thing we see is uh Raz al Ghul come in and he's what? like we are finally reunited my grandson I have much to teach you so this dope ending yeah <laughs> what a good little cliffhanger I love it well yeah, yeah now we, now I mean we he didn't really up. hang off he kind of fell now we, now we he gets to learn some assassin stuff from Grandpappy. Yeah. Grandpappy, Grandpappy, Grandpappy Ghoul. <laughs> He's such a kind and gentle teacher. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll work out super well. <laughs> Grandpappy Al Ghoul. Grandpappy Ghoul in the revitalizing pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite Scooby Doo episode, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, no, this Robin series has been really good. Again, great addition to the Bat Book family. Yeah. It's good to see Damien actually get some characterization other than being like the bratty kid. I mean think, I think that's the one thing that's like just really good right now is taking the individual characters like Harley Quinn and like Nightwing and like Damien yeah. and just giving them a spotlight. Like they always have solo series, so it sounds kind of dumb to say that, but I just feel like right now the level of quality it it hasn't always been this good across the board. It seems like they're all great. Yeah. Some of them have been okay at times, and other books have been great, and they've, like, flipped. But, like, they seem like, again, like the X bullpen. Like, it seems like the Bat 
pen is <laughs> maybe on the same page and it's just all kind of great because they all seem to have a similar message and vibe with each other yeah. too like it's they're all very trying to the characters are all trying to do the same type of thing so it, it's I, i'm really enjoying it so far also it just sure. makes me really excited for you know what's coming down the pipeline and yeah. the eventual crossover because we know fear state is coming which is going to be exciting and there's a bunch of stuff yeah. to look forward to. So yeah, whatever big events are going to come out of like the magistrate stuff, I'm yeah, sure yeah. that's that's going to be a big one. So like, yeah, that'll be really cool to have those characters, especially when we have some history with all of them. And now <laughs> it's like, all right, here you go, go have fun together, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna bum everyone out. Oh, no, 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 not this one. So we're real, we're, we're it, switching over to shoutouts. Yeah, also. it needs to at least be. I didn't want to go too yeah. far into it because yeah, I didn't want to yeah, openly the, weep. Spare us from the. Th- absolute trauma just give us a little trauma. i will do the best i can um a little trauma as a treat stray dogs number five uh, by tony fleeks trish forstner and brad simpson this is the finale i believe uh so far that we know of god i hope this particular story well there's there's another that they do advertise a new number one at the end of this so. so it could be more it could be more different Stray, things, strayer dogs. These particular characters, uh, I think we we have um, st- their story has been told basically. Um, at the end of the last issue, basically Earl, the basically who is up, the, up to this point been like the narc, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Well, he's um, yeah, I would call him more of a holdout. Holdout, yeah. Uh, he had been there a long time, and he was believed that the owner was still good. But then he broke into the room that no one's ever supposed to go in, and he saw everything. So he saw the mounted room you're not supposed to go in. He saw the mounted dogs and stuff, and then he attacks him, and like he tries to shoot him and stuff, and then like he comes down and is like. We need to fucking go. Like, run, run. Everyone fucking run. He, like, burst through the window. Yeah. yeah. And then they, the, giant, the giant dog, Imogene, who has kind of not done anything this whole time, actually finally also attacks to help them escape. He um, pushes and, him down the stairs. And, like, takes a chunk out of him. Like, yeah, like, it's crazy. But, like, this Earl character is doing everything he can to get them out of the house, break them through the fence so they can escape, but then they... Oh, fuck. Mm. Um, and then they run up to the highway, and basically, Earl sees all of the dogs, the guy's coming with the freaking shotgun, and basically, he throws himself in front of traffic to get the cars to stop. Yeah. And that, and basically saves, saves all of the dogs. Um... So then the woman goes up to the guy who's like bleeding from his neck. He's like, uh, sir, are you okay? And he eventually, the dogs are all barking at her. Like, no, yeah. do not go near him. The woman, do not go near this guy. Um, and then eventually he does fall over, but I thought it was a really nice moment. You saw the cops organizing. I thought it was really cool at the end. They had a police dog. And then as soon as the police dog showed up, all of the dogs started telling him what was going on, and yeah. then they ended up finding all the bodies and stuff. I thought it was yeah, really like, cool. They could way. finally communicate to someone. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But and, like, and, and they told the dog where to where to sniff out the sniffies. Exactly. And the then you sniffies. had a kind of a yeah. So you kind of had a happy ending with the the other dogs get adopted. They run into each other. They don't quite remember why they remember each other, but they still have that. Oh, I know you. Like we're almost friends, but I don't know why we're friends. Type of energy. Yeah. And that's kind of like where it kind of ends. But like. When he, that splash page, when he, like, 
sacrifice himself. Like I like that got me. Like yeah. that shit was rough. Like this that was probably one of the most like visceral reactions I've had to a comic book. It was like one of those oh, things so where it's good. Like, it's so good, but I, I don't know if I want to keep turning the pages. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh my I god. I see this going a certain way. I don't know. And like especially my main that take- character too. Oh my god. So well done. My main takeaway is that the only good cops are dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because that cop was like, yo, I got you. Said you said it, not me. Yeah. That dog showed up and was like, all right, That's I got beautiful. you guys. Let's yeah. do this. <laughs> well, the other cops were like, can someone do something about the goddamn dogs? Yeah. I just, um, phenomenal series. It looks like this might be just a bunch of little mini series about different stories, but like. Well, the, the, the preview for the new number one that's in the back of this is one of the other dogs from that family, like from that like pack. Yeah, mm. it's the Bull Terrier. Yeah. yeah, that's his name is Henry. That's why I remember. <laughs> so maybe could be like what happens after they've now been adopted type of thing. Yeah. I just hope or, it doesn't mean they go like, on to continually more shitty situations. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking it might be a flashback to how he got adopted by the serial killer. Like it could if they be, do, it, they could like, be talking about the different stories. Also, he's other Henry, which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there were two henry yeah he's other henry which is that's incredible um yeah i also there's like three full pages of just dog photos in the back and awesome. i'm so mad i didn't send multiple dog photos yeah like just i need to remember to do that for next time so i can get yep. my pups in here but like there's some adorable pups in here this was a book did not know what it was going to be it surprised me every issue and i think it was go- it, every single issue was great so um what a ride can't say enough about that yeah <laughs> what a ride yeah. i can't say enough about this you book like it was cool. it was yeah yeah first it, and it's it's great it's just not fun I, I i think uh rj said in our disc in our discord um <laughs> it's not a good time. Yeah. <laughs> which I think is a good description. I say of this that book. it's a very good that with, book that's not I say a good that time. with like all the respect to the talent. Absolutely. And like yeah. just how it's very much intended to yeah, be yeah. not a good time. How much of it like it's, it was excellent quality, not great time. It's like if you yeah. saw it's like if you saw the trauma from Disney movies. Like that's the it, it's, like, my, it's like it's yeah. like ju- the the uh the ba- the trauma parts of Disney movies condensed into yeah, because like, it's like it, it's like if Cruella got away with the puppies. Oh, yeah, right. It, it even it's has like a the, happy ending, and it's still like, oh my it's heart. Still, yeah, it's still. My heart bummer, is torn yeah. out. Let me try to put it back in. It's the first ten minutes of John Wick, but just on repeat. Oh, yeah. No, and then the end. <laughs> like I said, the and then art. The, end. the art style just is like it's that very classic cartoon. It's style. All dogs it's go like, to heaven. It's and like, this is not the vibe I was. This is not the story I thought I was going to read. It's perfect for the book in that it like it, it totally throws you for a loop, especially the first reveal. And I think it showed the innocence that these are just dogs. Yeah, yeah. And I think I really liked that. Like, it, it, this book was really good. Um, what one of the. F- yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, I was not expecting the end of it at all. But you know, man. I'm I I don't know I don't it's know crazy. anything for sure. But uh, I don't know if all dogs go to heaven. But I'm sure Earl did. Oh, I agree. R.I.P. Earl. Yeah, what a good boy. He was the goodest boy at the end there for sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, such a great book. All dogs go to heaven. Some of them in a blaze of glory. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
And this is the first time we actually get a look at the man, too. Yeah. It's the only time you actually see his face. Dork-ass nerd. (laughs) 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 Screw that guy. For some reason, that's like the most devastating insult that you could have done. I wish him wet socks in hell. (laughs) (laughs) This fucking nerd. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking awesome. (laughs) Can't believe this fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah, all killing all those people and all those dogs made you cool. <laughs> nah, fuck you, nerd. Ah, oh, that's fantastic. But yeah, oh, I just noticed like that all the dogs are in the house and Imogene's still at the top, looking out and the big, big, big floofy boy or girl. Like, I'm not actually sure. Girl, all dogs are boys. It's fine. They're all good boys. <laughs> yeah, Lucy is. Lucy just heard that and is very, is very upset. upset. With you. I'm sure Ripley did too. <laughs> um yeah had to shout it out even though it ripped my heart out and stepped on it yeah. <laughs> all right well something slightly more uplifting uh Yay. my shout out is teen titans academy number four by tim sheridan uh everyone's favorite steve lieber and oh, nice. colors by dave stewart Oh, Dave Stewart. I know. Has has Steve Lieber been doing this book all four no. issues? Because who the f- okay? I was about to say I am very mad at everyone that didn't tell me because I didn't. Re- I haven't read any of these, and I just saw his name on the sheet. Yeah, like, so I'm, f- I'm flipping through this. If I didn't know that ahead of time, this second page I would have figured it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So because <laughs> this crazy board, I haven't. Crazy I haven't board. talked about this book on here at all. Uh, I've been keeping up to date with it. I I've enjoyed it. It's um, it's pretty good. I love I love the Titans and um. This is the best they've been in a while. Um, essentially, the kind of Wolverine and the X Men Teen Titans, where they're a school now, and the um, the like teachers are the OG Titans, and then the the upperclassmen are the Teen Titans from Rebirth, and then there's a bunch of also new students, um, and then also one of the students is Billy Batson, and he can't turn into Shazam, and we don't know what's happening, and it's pretty funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, through the course of the three, uh, this is issue four, but through the course of the three issues and uh, Suicide Squad, there's this, been this character uh, called Red X that we've known from Future State, and he's also appeared in the, in the Teen Titans cartoon that was really popular, um, but in there he's like a Robin, I think. Um, but anyway, we don't know who this character is, and um, he's... He joined Suicide Squad to infiltrate the Titans Academy, and um, he's kind of just been wreaking havoc. He like he demolished Suicide Squad twice. He like took them all out, and so the big, so the so all, so these both both of these books have kind of been building up towards who is Red X, and this issue of Teen Titans Academy um, s- focuses on these three characters that we haven't focused on before in this series and they're called the bat pack and they're <laughs> awesome they're the chupacabra mega bat and uh brat girl and um <laughs> they're they're really funny they're like this investigative team and they're like this whole issue is like a riff on noir uh crime detective stuff trying to figure out who Red X is and they're like going through the different academy students and like trying to figure out and they think it's Billy Batson which is hilarious because they're like they don't know what's going on with him and uh, no one knows he's Shazam so they think he's Batman because he's not like doing anything he's just a normal kid um, right. and they have like a 
conspiracy board and um oh man the crazy board is great because uh the picture for nightwing is just his butt <laughs> yeah and the, the picture for beast boy he's like a chinchilla <laughs> also one of the one of the uh scenes is um uh them like needing to escape and they're like to the to the Batmobile and it's just Megabat who's like this big like hulking guy who doesn't speak and he just picks them up and runs away and like that's, that's their transport. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's really funny. And Steve Lieber doing this issue brought out like all the Jimmy Olsen uh right. type, you know, the feels. Antics. Yeah, yeah. He's I mean, he's so good for comedy and he nails yeah. this issue. The this is the funniest the book has been. Like, there's been jokes here or there, but um, th- this issue is like straight up. It's comedy. It's so good. There's also this character that is a um, uh, like a voodoo doll. They're um, they're kind of like a sentient, kind of like like a ragman, but ragman's like an actual human, and they're like a. We don't really know much about them, but their name is Stitch, and um. They they keep popping up in this issue, and they keep messing with uh, Chupacabra's like Chupacabra's the main character, and he gets his like he's been stu- he's a big fan of Batman he's like a Batman fanboy and he keeps studying um, Batman and like his detective skills and he keeps doing this like detective uh, uh, narration boxes and Stitch will show up and like mess with them and it's like interact <laughs> with the with the narration boxes and it's really funny. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so this this issue was delightful. I I just I really enjoyed it. Um I don't know if I don't think the this vibe of the book is going to stick around cuz I assume it's going to get back to its normal plot uh and like its normal artist, but it was very enjoyable uh se- uh you know, segue. I really really enjoyed it, so. That rolls. Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh well, with some more DC, uh, I've got uh, Infinite Frontier number one, not to be confused with Infinite Frontier Zero that yes. came out. <laughs> um, so uh, this one is by Joshua Williamson, uh, Zermanico, and Romulo Fajardo Jr. Um, so yeah, it's basically just leading into all the different like events that are happening in DC. Shit is off the fucking rails in a really good way. Yeah, all the, it's just like, like cosmic entities are dead. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah the uh, what are they called Fuck the um... uh, the quintessence <laughs> quintessence that's what yeah so, yeah so the quintessence is dead and the justice incarnate is like see- overseeing the multiverse. I also really like that there's like a lot of like humans on Earth reacting to the fact that the multiverse exists because like they saw it. Yeah, like, it's like it's not the right. like, cats out of the bag kind of thing. And then like there's the obvious reaction that you would expect where people are like bullshit, fake news. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, OK, this is a little too real. Um, yeah. But yeah, the no, Justice Incarnate is cool, though. It's like a different it's like a Justice League made up of a bunch of different uh, multiverse superheroes. Yeah, it's got like yeah. President Superman Captain and Carrot. Captain Carrot. Captain <laughs> Everyone's like, favorite. Who the fuck is this guy? Captain Carrot and oh, the you amazing remember Captain Carrot. We've. Yeah, we've talked about Captain Carrot on Just this show. Just Bugs Bunny. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, 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 like, it sets up a lot of different stuff. There's some cool stuff happening with, um, uh, oh God, I can't remember his name. Which Green Lantern is it? Oh, Alan, Alan Scott. 
Alan Scott, thank you. Um, yeah, Alan Scott and his kids and like his daughter gets um, recruited to checkmate uh, by Doctor Bones. Uh, Mr. Bones? Mr. Bones is he a doctor? Mr. Bones. He didn't go to doctor school. Is he a doctor? I thought that was Chase. That's so good. Does he have his bone PhD? I don't. He's got a bone to pick with you. No, he's he's boning up. <laughs> and uh um flashpoint batman uh oh, thomas wayne he like crash uh, lands like superman he crash he crash lands in president superman's version of um pod pa, yeah, and then president they get them and they're like why the fuck did they send us a batman who sent us this batman we didn't order this <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gotta return we this gotta right return away. This Batman. And then, and then the Justice Incarnate is like, uh, "Okay, so you're in the bleed in between realities. Oh, uh, where did you come from?" And he's like, "Just ask the Flash." And he's like, "Which one?" He's like, "Barry Allen." He said, "Which one?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like, Dario. and then so, yeah, we have yeah. Barry going through like different multiverses, gathering energy, and then ends up in like a spot that is beyond the multiverse, Earth Omega. Yeah. Weary yeah, and that's Sager where Fire. the quintessence. Yep, yeah, the quintessence was murdered, and he's like, "This just feels like death." I don't know what the fuck is going yeah. on. And then Psycho Pirate shows up, and so. Psycho Pirate. Pirate's cool. It's never. It's, it's it's always complicated. It's always a situation never, when he shows up. It's, it's always never gonna a fucking, be good. <laughs> it's never gonna be easy. So and then uh, and then uh, what's his face? Uh, Arsenal. And they even make a joke about it. Like, are you Arsenal or Speedy or Redder? Or what the <laughs> hell is your name? Um, Roy, uh, he was just like chilling at a diner, and uh, the, it seems like the time police, the 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 fucking time TVA cop. from the TVA from <laughs> Loki, show up <laughs> and uh, try to kill him, and then he just becomes a Black Lantern. So what the fuck is going on? So this I love book it. is bonkers. It's bonkers. What you're as saying. Fuck. In a great way, it's coherent. More so, I'm just flying through. There's it just a lot going on. So this is a lot yeah. This on. is a setup, I believe, for the next crisis event, and I know yeah. people. Are always like, oh, DC always does a crisis, like enough crises already. But like, DC is so good right now. I'm actually excited for this huge event. And like, if they, I mean, hopefully they keep Williamson on it and that the creative team stays the same and like they get enough of, they get like Tynan and like a bunch of people that they have yeah. working on great books right now to make the event actually. You know, yeah, you can make a hell of an event exactly. with those that bullpen right now. Yeah, I I would hell feel yeah. good about one. I feel like they just do that because everyone knows like crisis. Okay, it's a big event. Like we don't have to make up a new name every yeah. time. I mean, like I I totally yeah. like you know if people were, I totally get it that people are like yeah. fatigued on huge events like that. But sure. I just, can't wait for crisis crisis. Just <laughs> <laughs> one just called crisis alert. Crisis of infinite crisis. I'm totally I'm totally I'm just I mean I'm personally I'm just up for events like that if they're written well because like that's yeah, something sure. that absolutely like, if event if an event is spawned from a good idea cool do it if an event is spawned from we need to make money this quarter it, fuck it's you. been a, like it's like <laughs> and it's really obvious which like, one it's is just, which like, it's been a long time since we've had dc do events to the quality of like 52 or final crisis or you know something like that yeah. like well, you can't all be great. Well, we're like, yeah. but also to like the it's books awesome. were leading up to it. They didn't just shoehorn one in there to reboot something. Like, yeah, exactly. Like a yeah. lot of these books, like Infinite Frontier, could be one. Like Batman's another one. Like 
they're very clearly building to something, whether it's going to be like a bad event or like a full on DC event with Infinite Frontier. Like they got, they have an idea that they're working on here and it's not going to just like, Oh, just kidding. Here you go. (laughs) We're going to reboot everything again. Like, no, like there's something, something's going on here. And I, I love how, like, I love that DC can do something like this book and go completely wild, play with the multiverse and yeah. have it be uh, quality, and you know, have a have a singular like they they have a plot in mind, which is all Absolutely. I all I care about. You know, yeah. Yep. <laughs> know what you're gonna be doing when you start the book. Exactly. That's all we're asking. <laughs> is that so much to ask? GG <laughs> yeah. Abrams. Don't it up on the fly. <laughs> yeah. So I'll have to check so, yeah, this out. I didn't get I didn't get to this one quite yet, but like I I definitely wanted to read this. This sounds like a pretty cool one especially if it's yeah, gonna be it was be... one of those that like i read for my job because i want to be able to tell people yeah. you know to, to pick it up or not and then i was like oh shit i really like this yeah. like i was gonna read it anyway but like dang is this yeah. gonna be like a mini series cool. that they're doing right it's now? a six issue mini series okay. probably leading into a crisis after that that's if cool. i had to guess. i'll try to check that out for sure sounds really cool yeah. hell yeah well speaking of bonkers storytelling <laughs> oh um, yeah king tank girl number five so we get a lot of weird kind of fragments in this issue the first the first bit is we get the conclusion of this like three-day race (laughs) to determine whose turn it is to make the next pot of tea (laughs) and sure amazing tank girl wins uh we also also tank girl's pit crew is alan martin and brett parson who are the people who made this comic Awesome. See what I did there. Um, uh-huh. You thought I was just going to keep talking without saying the I artist. Did. I did. I didn't catch it. You, you, did, a, you did a great job. <laughs> so <laughs> Tank Girl wins. Um, and then we kind of pull out to, to reveal that they've been just playing with a, a set of electronic toy slot cars. Like this whole oh, race has been on slot cars. That's great. Which makes a lot of sense. It, it makes a lot of the plot points of the race make more sense. Like, at one point, Booga dropped a candy bar on the track, which totally derailed a car, which would make sense if it were a slot car, and they were <laughs> just playing in Tank Girl's garage. And then they, fi- they, they actually address a plot point that I've been thinking about this whole three-part series of how do you have a race to determine who's turn it is to do something that nobody wants to do you can only have one winner so tank girl declares herself winner and goes all right losers put on the put on the tea and then Bo- uh, then uh barney's like well wait a minute hang on this isn't right the only thing we've determined is that it's not tank girl's turn but nobody else is going to step up and make the tea <laughs> Oh, we did this backwards. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, the whole time I'm like, how do you? Is it just whoever comes in last? Like, yeah, I was gonna say, just a, a default whoever's in last. But then, like, there's really no point in winning, is there? You just have to not be. You know, if you're not first, you're last. So <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> and then we get this great page and a half gag of Tank Girl and Booga playing chess, where it's like sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like Booga makes a move and goes chess. And then Chess. Tank Girl makes a move and goes, 
chess mate. And then Booga knocks the board off the table and says, you know what? Bollocks to chess. And then the next three pages are a cutout tank girl chess set. Oh, man. It's like they came up with that first and they were like, well, we need a t- at least a two-page gag to get us there. Well, you better cut it out before you get sand in it. I mean, I bought two copies. Well, there you go. <laughs> So I'll let you know how Tank Girl Chess goes. (laughs) We also kind of get an interesting reveal that this kind of disjointed storytelling and not tethered to continuity is actually tethered to continuity, and it's that (laughs) Tank Girl has been in a coma since the events of Tank Girl Forever. Oh, Oh, shit. (laughs) This has just been coma dreams. It's like like that weird uh, fan theory about Adventure Time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they're, like, trying to figure out a way to save Tank Girl. Meanwhile, she's actually making things manifest. In, they have her in, like, some sort of, like, depri- like sensory deprivation tank kind of thing. And in there with her is, like, the, the ch- children's book, The Delightfuls, uh, her racing helmet, the, the little Tiki Man necklace, the... Uh, the the action oh, figure they were trying to find. That's actually a lot and, of continuity. Yeah, it's like tons and tons of continuity all of a sudden. So, wow. Yeah. I'm um, saving it for the end. Was there anything else worth noting? Oh, they they did a, a funny joke about uh, uh, underpants to to <laughs> the issue. There's like a four page joke that's uh that's what the payoff is is an underpants joke. So. <laughs> nice. Love that. Yeah, the story's called Three Day Commandos or Third oh, Day Jesus. Commandos. And it's about how they how they all met in the army. They, they there's been like four different stories of how they all met throughout this series. <laughs> and this one's my favorite where they they, they like had to pushed through this horrible battle that they ended up surviving, and then the end found out they all wear the same underwear, which is first day right side out, second day inside out, and then third day commando. That that whole thing was just that joke. It was a whole lead up to this. It's awesome. I love this book. It's just so irreverent and so like make up the rules as you go along. I love it. I love it. All right. Can we talk about Hellfire Gala now? God damn it. I guess. Yeah. I'm not really interested in doing that. I, you, I, you're fired. Fired? You're fired from this, this, this volunteer job that we do. Um, all right. So, yeah. Sword, number six, came out. Uh, while we were gone, planet-sized X-Men came out. I'm so mad we couldn't talk about that. Um, Why, but to happened? catch you up, to catch you up, it's really easy. Uh, the X-Men own Mars now. The end. That's planet size yeah. X-Men. That's really all you Sorry, need to say. I, I didn't read any of the, than that, but I like it. I didn't read any of the gala, and I got myself caught up within three pages of Sword. Yeah, they Sword does a really good job of they catching. They terraformed Mars in like yeah. two Sorry, hours Marvin. and gave it to, and they gave it to all the Racco, the uh, the Araco mutants. Yep. Like I'm a little uh, upset that I missed the fireworks, but I'll get over it. Oh man, those are good fireworks. Those are pretty impressive fireworks. So, so yeah, so they they terraformed Mars using all of the Omega level mutants. Uh, one of which was Jamie Braddock, and he gave birth to Sword Space Station also, Part there's Two. There's an Araco. There's an Araco mutant yeah. who's like, uh, eco. His like, blood, his blood is, is an ocean, like a living ocean. 
Yeah, you yeah. Know, he and, like gives birth like, to the ocean. He's like now. His... Yeah, and the other one just kind yeah. of Ouch. chilled out and made all the life on. It was very cool the it way they did it. It was super fucking cool. Um, yeah. And, and then, uh, you know, they created an atmosphere using a bunch of different things that, you know, Magneto superheated the core and there's like and all then, these like storm. science, like storm <laughs> yeah. created all the, you know, and then at the very end of the issue, it starts raining. She's like, that wasn't me. That's just the planet. The planet's now. alive like, now. The planet's just doing it. Yep. Yeah. Um, it very yeah. And then cool. they, they transport all of Araco over there. And then they, like, they at s- one point in one of the issues, they're like, someone was talking to someone is like, so uh, we just noticed that there's like a fuckload more mutants on your island and there's another one all of a sudden do we gotta worry about that like nah it's fine don't worry isn't about it isn't it in nah, this one because it's, okay. it's like is it is it cap talking about it it was cap one? talking about it but he's this one he's talking to doom i think it was cap talking to someone else before. yeah i remember that i forget exactly where i, it was I love like it, that yeah. conversation about how they're like you know we've we've often talked about terraforming mars but we never thought we would do it as part of a fashion event well then even cap was like i didn't think that we'd be on the sideline and like that's why people are like what the fuck is going on people are mad because the mutants just did it without telling anyone it's just like oh i'm sorry were you using mars no you weren't it was just sitting there yeah they didn't didn't say you didn't call fivesies on fucking mars so we did they terraformed (laughs) mars as part of like a red carpet lead up to a party I like, that. like that's fucking dope. <laughs> i like that one of the data pages for like planet size is an email from nasa going can can we visit <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can we yeah, can, can we come can collect we, some yeah. rocks <laughs> you know we've got several yeah. billion dollars worth of technology on there right yeah, now can you, uh, and, no, you, and it's gone you and it's just gone rover. they're like can yeah come visit <laughs> um, I, I think the cool part about what cap's concern wasn't necessarily like that they did it it was like i just thought we would be doing it together so he's having this more like oh mutants the mutant kind krakoa as a nation is now passing well, us. they're their they're, own thing now well, cap, maybe, like they're yeah, not yeah, just not, earthbound cap maybe should have had that thought yeah. when he uh, tried to steal hope as a baby yeah, yeah. he should have <laughs> but he didn't you can't do takesies backsies cap yeah, dick. But I don't um, like Cap and Doom kind of being buddy buddy. I feel like that's not I don't know. I mean, buddy, the enemy buddy. of my enemy. I think kinda, Doom was yeah. more like we're my talking enemy, I guess. Yeah, I think they're yeah. just fellow humans. I'm, I'm pretty. At this point. I'm pretty sure when. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure when Doom enters into a conversation with you, you're just in a conversation with Doom. Yeah, yep. he is. A, he has deemed it necessary that he speaks but to you, oh, and that man, is the end of Ewing's it. Ewing's voice for Doom is so good because he's he it is going to be using him. He's either using him or going to be using him on Guardians and. For sure. Yeah. Cool. I mean, we're going to talk about um, how good Ewing is at writing characters, but like, just his doom is f- fantastic. So good. Oh my god. So yeah. So this first uh, first couple panels is is Cap after the events of Planet Sized X Men. Just going like, you know, when I woke up from the ice, uh, Tony <laughs> showed me this little phone, and I saw that you know. We were on the moon, and, and then I was my first question was, are we on Mars? And then Tony just kind of laughs and says, like, nah, we're not ready for that yet. And then, <laughs> you know, yeah, the, and it's just them kind of, like, pontificating. What? They're and, just watching or, it. They're yeah. not involved. Listen, at this like, point, yeah, if you have Tony Stark tech and you don't have Mars, you snooze, you lose. You could have had Mars. Yeah. This is your fault. <laughs> yeah. You, Finders you keepers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Humans are intergalactic at this point. There's no reason you couldn't have taken Mars. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, whatever. Uh, Kirkoa is just like, first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
They yeah. called Dibsies. I think the they cool called shotgun like, on on Mars. The... Also, so so that gets to the next part. They declare oh, yeah. Mars, which is now called Araco, the capital of our solar system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they don't what ask. What a fucking boss move. Yeah, they just said, just yeah, like, we're doing this. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you call Earth captain of of soul of the soul system? No. Okay. All right. Then it's then it's Man, a rack love, now. Yeah, Deal with make, it. And then they hold a galactic council, basically. Yeah, so, I love Abigail so the galactic Brand council so is yeah. yeah. Abigail Brand's pirate suit yeah. is is fucking amazing. Yeah, I love how also. they're still all in their gala gear. Of course, yeah, because yeah, they literally just showed up from the gala. Yeah. yeah, she like she gathered a bunch of the different like the um council from all the galactic representatives from like a bunch of different. Yep. Yo, what um, is a one of which is like, I love him, Orbis. <laughs> uh, Orbis Dolores. Yeah. Orbis is I like my the horse guy. The horse guy. Nimbus Sternhoof. Yeah. yeah. You got Quill. Also, I believe also, it's a she. One oh. of them is a is a Wakandan. <laughs> Cause, uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, they're the inter- yeah. intergalactic uh, of empire of Wakanda, and he's like been there, done all that of us shit. Are yeah. and haven't been reading Coates' Black Panther, but uh, yeah, apparently we should. They, they, <laughs> they've been in they've space, been in space this whole time. for like the second half of his run, which is yep. which I like that like the end of this conversation. He's like, yeah, well, been there, <laughs> yeah, done we that. We did that, that already. Sh- like, yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> but you didn't take Mars. But yeah, like, but they have like Smasher, Quill, um, Dick Rider. Um, no, uh, some fr- and some Cree. The the Cree scroll yeah. uh dude. Yeah, like there's a representative from like oh yeah, the um the uh Quark the Quark War uh, yeah. Emperor yep. that like that they <laughs> the pretty much sword usurped. Power. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um and they all know that. They mention that mm-hmm. in the council meeting. They're like, Oh yeah, of course you're cool with this. You the only reason you're alive is because of fucking yeah, Exactly. Um but yeah, so then they basically do the exact same move that Xavier did to Earth when they announced uh-huh. Krakoa, and and uh, Brand is like, "Yo, this is gonna be cool with you. I don't give a shit what you think because here's this really cool metal called that Mysterium, you're gonna want a which is a pretty. I feel like that name could awesome, have been better. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Feel like name. that name could have been better. New, me- it new metal been. just dropped. <laughs> oh, new metal head drop. Hot new new metal. metal's done. It sounds like it sounds like unobtainium. <laughs> yeah, not in you metal. <laughs> no, same thing. Same idea. Same idea. <laughs> yeah, basically they just made this new metal that is like you can't break it and once it's yeah. set you can't burn it like it's basically a destructible. Yeah, it's it's malleable until you like super freeze it. So it's like it's it's plastic until it's adamantium and then it has 100% conduct- conductivity is, so it there's no loss of energy which is transfer like basically impossible yeah, yeah of course um, well so yeah, is everything is, else about this yeah, metal so yeah. is adamantium so is so are terraforming the mars Sean? yeah no well not that that we know of Sean, there's Sean a horse was on board person with uh, mutants but now this metal I'm cool with aliens <laughs> I'm cool with aliens yeah uh and yeah, this book was so cool that when I was talking to people about it, I forgot about oh, the metal it's part. It's heat proof, radiation proof. It barely oh, and it barely conducts or retains so, heat. I, I just think, but, it's, but it can conduct electricity fully, and it basically can't be, um, like it's like basically indestructible. So you have computers that could run at a hundred percent efficiency forever, and also you could just make ships you can out make of it. Every spaceship out of it. <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah. make a little and triangle. They're basically making a <laughs> galactic currency. So yeah. yeah, 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 and they say like this is the so essentially. I, I like soul. that uh, the the flower drugs on Krakoa is kind of what they use to leverage 
um, like Cuban themselves stuff. as a nation. And now this metal yeah. is what they're using to leverage themselves as a planet. As a planet yeah. and as a galactic she, so she, presence. And she gives each um, member of the Galactic Council a little like like triangle of it. And uh, they're like, oh, yeah, I know Abigail Brand. This is not a gift. This is a bribe. And she's like, of course it is. Yeah, I like how Wakanda was like, I like how Wakanda's like, we got our own technology. We don't need your garbage. And then Orbis yeah. is Basically. like, wow, humans are more impressive than I thought. Yeah, like, Wakanda's well, like, we humans. already have a super cool metal. Yeah, we don't need yours. It's not as Orbis good as this, though, cool to be fair. <laughs> yeah. I love my Orby boy. And Orby then I love uh, Orby. Then Doom said, um, Doom's like, hold up, wait a minute. Why the Who fuck should I? Who speaks for Mars? Who speaks for Mars? I like, yeah. I like how Mars? his whole shtick is he's just upset he wasn't invited. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. That's all it is. He's just, he's just left out. Yeah. And then, and then we get the best fucking reveal of this whole fucking event. He's like, who speaks for Mars? And then a hand comes out of a portal and she's like, sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up. Storm is queen of Mars. Boom. <laughs> That's what Storm's been up to. Also, like, yeah, baby. Can, can Doom really be surprised that he didn't get a, an invitation to this gala? I mean, look at his outfit. Yeah, he didn't yeah. even he didn't even so try. His outfit is great yeah. though. What are you talking yeah, basic. about? He hasn't updated in years. <laughs> That's fine. Come yeah, come on. Gotta stay with the times. Yeah, you got you gotta this do shit something for the Hellfire Gala. I mean, everybody <laughs> dressed up for this. Captain yeah. Hank wore him a Cap, suit for this. Him and Cap just show up dusty as fuck, wearing their <laughs> dusty old shit. Yeah, we get it. You're a flag, Cap. You're Fucking a flag. <laughs> get a new shirt. What a Sit good insult. A You're a flag. Get off it. <laughs> fucking do something else, bro. Uh, but yo, Storm being the queen yeah. of fucking Mars is so perfect because it's, it's it's entirely populated by a fucking warlording species yeah. who have known nothing but war in the entirety of their existence. And if anyone can put them in fucking line, it is Storm. Well, I think that was like that the big amazing. reason why they did that because they knew if they kept them on Krakoa, like, they were gonna have problems. Well, they'd already been fucking up shit on earth yeah. and like they, they're like yeah. yeah we can't be held responsible for them killing humans because that's like i don't know our second law second of three laws and, that yeah, we they're have they're gonna be an issue so let's just yeah. give them their own planet just 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 go just go it also like it also put the, the uh yeah. the the storm farewell issue of marauders into perspective yes totally. absolutely yeah, yeah. she's literally so now, off planet now yeah i mean to be fair they can be on Mars in a millisecond because yeah, Gates. but she's just not going to be part of the crew anymore. That's yeah, all. Yeah, but yeah. Can I think Kate. it's a different. Ooh, probably. Yeah, I think yeah, she figured think out she... how. Oh yeah, she I figured, yeah, she figured out. out. She figured it out. Yeah, yeah. Did they? I don't know. They haven't showed it much, but I think she figured out why she couldn't get through the portal. Well, it, it was because she was um, phasing, and she can't phase. That's you why know, she, she was automatically out. phasing. Oh, that too. Well, that's too, but like, yeah, I think... I think it was both things. She couldn't... She was, like, automatically phasing, so, like, the, the thing wasn't recognizing her. So I think if she just, like, purposely stays solid, she can use the gates. I mm. don't know, though. I yeah. don't remember if she's used a gate since then. Um, but yeah, that's two out of the three really fucking cool things from this issue. First, we have the metal, then we have Storm. Then we get a reunion of Wanda and Magneto... And he confirms, he's like, you're my daughter, no matter what the studio executives say. <laughs> yeah, but she's not. So they're going, they're I going mean, she's, with. She's not biologically, but he's like, but you'll always be a daughter to me. You know, like, so it's, it's the, they're playing that game where it's just like, yeah, technically, biologically, not my daughter. 
my daughter. She's my daughter. So, yeah. But, but yeah, they're going to figure out how to fix all of uh, everyone hating her for Yeah, because she got invited did but day. didn't show up until it was all over because, yeah, they all fucking hate her it's still. It's going to take a lot, yeah. lot of work to get people to unhate Wanda. I mean, she yeah. committed a hate crime. But she was also, like, reality was, like, coming apart at the seams. True. Like, she was she was having a fucking breakdown. Like, if we can forgive, uh, what's-his-face from uh, Heroes in Crisis, we can fucking forgive Wanda. Like, you know, it's the same exact thing. It's just like, I just had a fucking meltdown and accidentally killed a bunch of people. That is I my bad. I feel like it, this is the one time... This is the best time for her to seek forgiveness. Yeah, yeah because, because none of that has consequences anymore. Correct. Yeah, exactly. They can, they can undo. Like she's still gonna maybe feel guilty, obviously, because yeah, she. I'm sure there is like but some some accountability that it needs can to be, be undone here. now. Yeah. Exactly. Everything yeah. she did can be undone. I'm just taking away the powers and killing people is being undone. I'm just active. excited for yeah. someone to write Wanda that actually cares about the character and like is interested in mm-hmm. doing a story about her and like having that. Be like having that acknowledgement and that, like that. Do we know who's writing her story, or is it part of Trials? Well, no, of I just mean I just was making a generalization. In general, I assume okay. that they're setting up a Scarlet Witch story. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah and I hope that, that she. I hope that 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 comes up in the the Trials of Magneto thing that's been announced because uh, Leah's writing that, and I would love to see her perspective on on wanda and also having a woman write wanda for like i don't know maybe the first time ever would be fucking nice (laughs) uh i think that's a lot of the reason that she's been you know like misused as a character for so long you know potentially yeah yeah especially because it's like she's just fucking crazy is like just an answer to everything she does and it's like that's not it's a little insensitive don't you think think it's not great i remember it's like a lot of it was grief right that was like the big yeah yeah yeah, exactly yeah yeah and that's like the show got that right and the show was predominantly written and directed by women huh i wonder yeah i haven't read much uh with scarlet Witch. i just remember the main thing being like it was all driven by grief not like she's a lunatic but like she was just Distraught. Well, she like she yeah she, she lost grip on do. reality. Accidentally killed Hawkeye, and yeah. then just like spiraled, spiraled from, from there, there into right. into House of M. Um, but yeah, so sort of fucking amazing. And uh, yeah, it was really good. Really yeah, good it's book. definitely like of of an event that we have mostly missed. Um, I'm glad we're back for that issue because like Planet Size was really fucking cool, but it was all action. Not much to say other than holy shit they own Mars now. Yeah, And, you, and this one has like all the beats of like, wow look at all these things now. And all the, all the X-Books had a lot of like consequences from like coming back to with that happened within the gal. So there was a lot of little things in there. Yeah, sure. and like all the other books have been doing a really good job of tying in doing their the own gala, gala stuff yeah. to their own plot. Yes. Like so it's not derailing the current plot of like Way of X. I love when like, they do absolutely. that. When they, when yeah, they actually that's, get that's that great. kind of synergy where instead of just telling one story across four different books just for the sake of it, it's like no, you have four different or however many different like eleven, yeah, <laughs> different books. That many different <laughs> stories happening that are connected. Yes. Yeah, Hellions is the perfect example. Of yes. That. Yeah. Just like take these fucking lunatics and put them in a place that they don't belong. Yeah, because yeah, like Excalibur <laughs> yeah, exactly. and Mutants, Hellions, um, way of they're, X. They're all uh, really good, just issues of their of their series. Yeah. So they they can be read without like 
I thought X Force without was any. Like yeah, you don't have to. Fire Gala. Yeah, X Force too. Yeah, I so, thought I thought they did a really good job. The only thing it's like, oh, the fireworks, and then you just have to read the other big yeah. books to know what the fuck that is. But like, they did a good job. You didn't really miss anything with those books. Like, there was a, it's a, it's its own standalone book, so you know what the fucking fireworks are. But yeah, really good. It's great. Yeah. Lots of X books came out while <laughs> we were gone, Hell though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did a pretty good job of catching you up on the. And I'm sure there's going to be more next week because there's yep. a thousand of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Next week is a fifth Wednesday of the month, so there's some weird, there's some wackiness going okay. on. Okay. Well, let's yeah. talk about that wackiness. Let's let's, let's do it. Oh look, right. X Factor and Cable. Yeah. Last right. issue of X. You were right. And it's the second to oh, last really? issue of Cable. Oh, I didn't realize that there were going to be miniseries. Well, they weren't, but... Got it. Yeah. Darn. R.R.A.P. All right, so it looks like we got Daredevil. Yes. Department of Truth again. Great. Awesome. Jesus. Get a nice mind There's there's a new new vault book called Barbaric. Oh, that looks fun. Yeah, it looks cool. You know, relatively, Um, you know, for a book called Barbaric. More Black Knight (laughs) and Black Widow and also Black Cat. Yeah. Black, okay, so it's a very could be a very black week. Yeah. Got it. Um, There's also the sequel to Black called White Number One. Well then, but it's actually about race. Oh yeah, I saw it was the, that one. You yeah. remember like the, the the book where it's like uh, all the everyone who has superheroes is everyone has superpowers oh, is black. Yes. This right, is the right. sequel series the, to that. Yeah. Uh, black mask. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I ever. Yes, yeah, it it's black, black mask. mask. Yep. Um, let's like the uh, Chip Zdarsky issue of crossover, <laughs> where he talks about himself in continuity. Sure, why not? Let's fucking do it. That All book right. is strange. Uh, uh, Catwoman, uh, Adam, Chibi Usagi. I did see is that coming out. That looks cute <laughs> as adorable. Hell. Also, it's uh, adorable. last week's issue of Usagi was really good. Hell so yeah. go Ooh, catch that, up on Usagi. That Texas blood ad great. money shot? All right, I got books. Perfect. Department of Truth! Let's talk about fucking Mothman! Um, fucking Mothman! Oh, dude, this is, Mothman! I like, Mothman. How, uh, <laughs> I like how Image said, fuck your fifth week, because we got that, uh, and then we got that Texas blood, made in Korea. Oh, Eternals is coming out? Nice. Eternals is coming out. We got nice. money shot coming out, which I'm here for all day, every day. Like I said, <laughs> barbaric. Pretty good fifth week. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think the like DC is the only one that got kind of derailed because they only have like the Infinite Frontier one shot Secret Files thing, and then there's the Green Arrow 80th anniversary, so and then yeah, and then there's like one other thing, but I forget. What Looks like there's a Catwoman annual. There it is. Yeah. Oh, cool. and um, record breaking Spawn three nineteen. Stop <laughs> that. <laughs> so we did it. We we're back. We did an Sorry episode. Sorry, we ran a little late on this one. I think we're um, fine. Yeah. It's, it's a comeback episode, so it's, you know, um, deal with it. Don't call it a comeback. You can if you so, yeah. <laughs> uh, at, for at us, did you miss us? Did you not miss us? Are you, are you, know, you glad we're back? Are we're you gone? unhappy we're back? I mean, if you're unhappy we're back, you can always unsubscribe. <laughs> I just imagine. Yeah, why are you like, God damn it, I gotta listen to him again. And, you know, if, you're, if you haven't subscribed you should because you know and also you should go on to whatever uh podcasting app you use and uh rate and review yeah us that stuff helps us, us tremendously us, yeah give us some love or hate i don't in know the, in I don't the, the algorithm no, 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 i'm soft 
<laughs> and join our Patreon. There's a, a lot of really cool stuff going on on Patreon. Uh, Some of it even includes us. Yeah. Sean yeah, and I were, were just on uh, last week's Dueling Genre tonight. Was that last we week? Uh, last week or maybe the week before. Last couple weeks we were on there. That was a fun. Me, you, and Benny had a good time. Yeah, we got to, we got to chat the Eisners and um, the, uh, the Nobel Prize for Comics Journalism. And that whole yeah, we talked talked a lot about comics that that one. Yeah, so, yeah. we have our own Patreon book club. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. About if you Sweet Tooth. if you need more uh, of us, go join the Patreon just so you can listen to uh, Tales from the Short Box presents now in trade. Yeah. So there's a bunch of stuff that you're gonna get if you're a Patreon subscriber. Not the least of which is the satisfaction of uh, supporting our network. Ooh. And how satisfactory it is. Yeah. Um, Sounded vaguely sexual. Oh, it was only vaguely? I was trying to be very sexual. Yeah, he's like, damn it. So so follow us on the Twitters and the Instagrams at last last week's comics. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you next week. I'm so uh, out of practice with this. (laughs) But yeah, uh, you know. Take care of each other out there. Free Britney, and we'll see you next week. For myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, uh, this is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody. Take it sleazy.